What's going on, guys? Welcome to September's episode of Plus Club, the show where we play the games offered on PlayStation Plus throughout the month, and at the end of the month, we talk about it. My name's Seth. And I'm Chevy. And I want to uh, welcome anybody who joined me on Reddit, had the conversation there. There's still time. You can go over there. We can have our conversation there or have our conversation here. Doesn't matter, but just want to welcome you here. And uh, yeah, quick reminder, we got a lot of them, but first off, we're moving into a new month, so make sure... Uh, the games have already been announced for PlayStation Plus to download uh, MLB The Show 19 and The Last of Us Remastered. Make sure to download those, play those next month, and we'll talk about that again for Plus Club. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. We also still have another show coming out tomorrow, Game of the Month, where we have been playing Monster in the World and also Iceborne. Uh, we'll be giving you our impressions on that game tomorrow. Make sure to play that and do the same. Um and yeah, we got Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. And we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. Um, if you prefer to listen to us, did I miss anything? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> it was very these these shows are always like a little more unorthodox when it comes to the intro because I got other things to talk about. Um, yeah, so in September we played Dark Siders three and Batman uh, Arkham Knight. Uh, I feel like we should probably talk about Darksiders 3 first, but just one thing I want to say real quick. Both these games are like part of beloved franchises, the third in those franchises, and franchises I'm not particularly the biggest fan of. So it's been a really interesting uh, month. Um, just because, and not when I say I'm not a particular fan of them, it's not that I dislike them, I'm just not like part of the fandom of them. Right. So like I'm into it, but... I was just like, these are both gigantic games that people maybe love. Um, and then I was playing on my, I'm just like, yeah, I, I, I get it. But I'm just like, not, it's just weird to get two games of this size uh, of that magnitude and not have any, uh, you know, um, love coming from some mm. kind of uh, fandom. So, uh, yeah. So let's start with Darksiders 3. If you didn't get a chance to play Darksiders 3, it's the third in the Darksiders series. Uh, which takes place alongside of Darksiders 2 and apparently is a prequel uh, to the original Darksiders, uh, two games I never beat, um, <clears throat> in which you play Fury, who is part of the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, and uh, you are summoned uh, by the Charred Council and tasked in finding the Seven Deadly Sins. And, uh, yeah, you have uh, a buddy that, that kind of comes around with you. Um, yeah, is there anything else I should really add to that? Uh, I didn't really. I, I mean, I didn't beat it. I don't either. This month, I didn't have time to really beat anything. A lot of games came out. I hear you. <coughs> I think for the most part, you got the synopsis. Yeah. I mean, you're not anything else. You're talking about the game itself, which. For sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you didn't get a chance to play it, that is pretty much the quick synopsis of uh, of the game itself. But it is a third person uh, action um, game, action RPG ish. Uh, where it plays similar to Zelda. You lock on, you roll around, you jump around, you hit shit, um, and there are puzzles and uh, platforming involved with it, similar to the prior Darksider games. Also, um, the leveling system is pretty similar to like a Dark Souls-style game. So kind of. collect souls and spend them to up your stats a little bit at a time. So Yeah, yeah. Um, I hesitate... To make that comparison, though, just because it's just points, like any game that you crew when you spend them. Uh, Dark Souls, you don't lose. Or you lose souls. This doesn't have any mechanic like that. So um, a, lot of, a lot of times people like compare a lot of third-person action games to Dark Souls, and there's some really specific things that, that Dark Souls does that the average third-person action game doesn't do. But it could be compared to that. <coughs> All right, so we both played it. Um, let's jump into our impressions. Uh, what do you think of Darksiders 3? Uh, in the month of September. Um, well, I mean, the first thing I noticed is it uh, obviously is trying to be very story heavy because it immediately goes into long cutscenes, which I'm not opposed to. And, and I was actually um, not expecting. I probably should have been since I did play another Darksiders for Plus Club. Um, I think we played two of them for, it wasn't Game of the Month, but it was for Plus Club because I played two of them and I didn't play them from anything else. I don't remember. Yeah, there's one where you're like riding around on a horse. Uh, we're in like, there's like fields or whatever. And the main oh, character looks yep. like someone from fucking Slipknot. Um, yeah, I remember that. And then the other one that was like more, you were in like a city or something. I don't know. I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So, I mean, and like, you know, as I said <laughs> earlier, it's a third person action game. Um, I think it pulls from a lot of different types of games and, uh, you know, it, it has a pretty decent, everything about it is really, I don't know how else to word this, but like everything seems like to work as intended, but I've never, I was never like blown away by anything. So like the combat works it's fine it's fun enough uh same with the the leveling system the boss fights everything about it i i feel like was uh just fine i just never at any point was like wow this is really amazing or this is really great um so this is gonna be a short episode <laughs> well i was just i'm like struggling to no like, it's it's fine because i'm i'm kind of in the same boat i'll i'll talk about though yeah i mean i i was never like upset about the game either or or in a in a place where i was like oh this sucks blah blah blah," type thing i just was waiting for something to hook me and it just kind of never happened um i played you know a couple hours i ended up you know you you go through and eventually you go up the tree and you meet the i think they're called makers and you make a deal with them you know find humans and it'll upgrade your stuff and i was like okay did that part this is how we upgrade the weapon and then you move forward a little bit and uh, eventually, and I could be getting my order all mixed up, but you fight one of the seven deadly sins, and the boss fights are very long. They have huge hit point pools, and they are very mechanic heavy. And like, I'm not opposed to that, but at the same time, I was just kind of like, once again, not uh, ever really impressed by it. And so I found myself having a hard time like caring about the fight as well. Yeah. Um, you know, you have uh, the the health system. You have consumables. You also have a rechargeable one that happens occasionally when you kill an enemy. They'll they'll uh, essentially give you energy towards that. Um, at first, I f- found myself using that a lot, and then as obviously I got better at it, um, I wasn't using it as much. So I will give credit in that regard. Like I said, the combat system works just fine. So if you put the time in, you can get really good at dodging and not having to use those health potions and stuff like that. Um, you can also earn EXP outside of killing things by finding items that you essentially break into more items or that experience pool and then you spend them, um, which I like systems where you get to pick your uh, stats, essentially. I mm-hmm. pretty much focused on survivability, so it's mostly hit points. Um, and then on my weapon, I think I, I increased damage. I don't have a whole lot more outside of that no i mean so. it's fine <clears throat> pretty much uh everything you said i agree with a couple things i want to add to that though um <clears throat> so i'm going to reiterate again that uh darksiders seems to be a pretty beloved franchise on a smaller level than other uh you know bigger games but it still has its dedicated fan base and i've always kind of admired the game for that because it's um it it, it has a specific uh demographic um it has its own, you know, fandom or whatever, and they're really into the series. Um, and, you know, a game like this, I'm surprised it does just because, uh, you know, it's not as AAA as other games, um, but it's also not like indie. It's it's in this weird uh, middle area. And um, I've always thought, thought that was really interesting. And, um, of course, Darksiders came out. People really liked it or didn't play it. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of it, but I know a lot of people who really liked it. That was during the THQ days. And then I believe THQ still published Darksiders 2. And after that, things went kind of uh, bad because THQ went under like most people know. And so I know a lot of people were kind of left without Darksiders 3, which was apparently supposed to be a trilogy, uh, originally planned to be one. Um, which is uh, interesting because, you know, it went under and I was like, oh, well, that sucks. People aren't going to get that. Well, they did. And it's uh, in that sense, I think, really cool. Uh, when I heard this was announced, um, I was like, oh shit, they're actually going to finish it. That's awesome. THQ Nordic is, uh, really trying to, uh, do right by a lot of these franchises they bought up and they bought a shitload of them. So I'm really, uh, I'm still really excited to see what they do with fucking time splitters. Hopefully something good. Um, was it them that has time, has time splitters? I don't know. I think so. I think so. I think they bought it anyway. Um, let me know in the comments if, uh, if I'm incorrect on that. So, uh, yeah, hopping over into this, um, a couple things that it, it's kind of kind of a nuanced opinion on is, uh, well, I guess it's kind of good and bad. Um, 
the game feels like it left off where the last two games left when it comes to the way it looks graphically, which is slightly better in its tech, but still has that weird cartoony style to it, um, but also in the way it plays. Um, so in a sense, it feels like the sequel to two games, um, which is really good, but also feels dated to me when I play it. Um, but in like a good way, it feels nostalgic. I feel like I'm playing like a PS2, PS3 era, uh, game. Um, but you know, in 2019, there's a lot of other games that I kind of want to go play while I'm playing this. And that was a thing that I had a problem this month with, uh, almost both games because Iceborne just came out this month. Uh, Borderlands three came out a couple other games and, um, my attention has been, uh, uh, split, um, and Darksiders 3 has definitely been probably at the bottom of that list that not really any necessarily fault of its own outside of just being the least interesting, um, in my opinion. But um, I do think that the game looks good. It looks clean. Um, it does have an older school style to it. Um, I don't expect the graphics to be amazing, um, but I think they did a good enough job on it. Uh, Gameplay-wise, like I said, it reminds me of older uh, action platformy type games. Uh, it reminds me of the other Darksiders. Um, in fact, I think it plays better, but you would hope for that in a game, you know, made, uh, recently. Um, Fury as a character, I think is an interesting one. Um, <clears throat> when I was at E3, I saw her, uh, somebody in like a suit of her walking around. I had no idea who the fuck she was. I kept seeing her walk around with like a glowing outfit and stuff with a sword and stuff like the chain sword. I'm like, what character is that? That's how much I don't play Darksiders right. or look, look into it. And I kept seeing her, I'm like, what the fuck? Who's that near the THQ Nordic, um, booth area. And then I'm playing this. I'm like, Oh, that makes sense. I guess I could have like looked around, but I didn't. Um, but yeah, she's she's an interesting character. Um, you know, next to the other ones, I, I you know, I'm kind of the worst guy because I I'm not super deep into the other games. I know Chris likes the prior two games quite a bit, so we'll definitely be getting his opinion on these games uh next episode he's in. But um <clears throat> I think she pulls her weight pretty well as uh, a character that uh you know you're playing as. Um what is her like sidekick? It's a watcher. Watcher, yeah, it's like this ghost thing. I thought that was kind of a cool dynamic, having somebody with you at all times. Um, I think the game does still, uh, as it used to be touted as, uh, still maintains that mature Zelda um, feeling to it. There's a good sense of like exploration, finding like uh, little paths here and there, um, fighting bosses that are mechanic heavy, uh, you know, locking on enemies and fighting them. Um, and yeah, these kind of games are, are always hard for me to get into. I'm not really huge on the third-person lock-on adventure games for some reason. So this one was um, really difficult for me to keep my like keep my attention. Um, but they did a good job in in almost every way. Uh, I did notice a couple animations, and I can't remember because it's been a little bit since I played. I played earlier in the month um, that didn't they seem kind of janky like they're underdeveloped i can't remember which one it was though i was watching and i was like that looks kind of weird but uh but yeah other than that i mean it's it's competent from what i hear though from darksiders fans it's not as good as they wanted um i know people really like the original darksiders like quite a bit darksiders 2 came out people liked it enough but i don't think it had the same reception and when this came out it uh i think it also did okay across the board um i obviously didn't beat it so i don't know but uh yeah i played till about the first boss as well that's about as far as you got i think so i like i said i'm i got to the second like zone you get to where you like when you go to teleport there's there's categories of zones and i had opened up the second one it has like bugs and stuff like that underground so oh yeah, yeah i got past that okay so where the fuck did i get i don't know i played for a couple hours though and uh yeah, it was it was fun and um, more so than the prior Darksider games, gameplay wise, uh, it kept me playing longer uh, than I did the last couple games. There's a lot. In fact, I don't remember any puzzles really except outside of the bug area. There's like these very basic like time puzzles where you gotta get the bug. It eats some shit. It becomes explosive. You throw it at a web. It blows the web up. Some of the webs will come back though. So you gotta like fucking figure out this whole thing. Okay, that's about. Where I was like, eh, I'm starting to kind of fall out of this shit. Yeah, I didn't have to deal with anything like that, so. Oh, so you can get 
too far. I literally away. entered that zone. I was like, yeah. okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's my impressions. It's uh, it, it's cool, but um, I mean, it's just not uh necessarily for me. But I've never been a huge fan of the series anyway. But I but I admire it for what it does, and hopefully, uh, Darksiders fans were satisfied enough with it. Um, like I said, it's got a fan base that that really loves it. So uh, hopefully, they got the game they wanted. Um, anything else you want to say on that? No, no. Uh, let's jump into recommendations before we grade it. Um, I'll start first. Uh, if you're into Zelda um, or Darksiders, you've probably already played this, but well, not necessarily Zelda. Some Zelda fans might not even touch this game. But if you are into the Zelda games, you might dig this. But also on a wider recommendation, if you're into third person action games, um, I feel like this is probably um, I think like a must play. But you should definitely check it out because it's got its fan base for a reason and uh, it's completely competent. Um, the subject matter is uh, unique, in my opinion, and interesting. Um, and, uh, yeah, definitely check it out there. Um, if you like darks, not dark siders, if you like, uh, dark souls, uh, you might dig it. Um, it doesn't have the same challenge level to it, but it's, no. uh, <laughs> it's definitely, um, an earlier version of where like a game like dark souls evolved to or from, um, yeah, if you like, it's not open world, no. is it? No. Um, if you like platformers, even like if you played like Spyro back in the day or the reimagined, uh, remastered version, um, uh, Ratchet and Clank kind of in the way you traverse the levels and, uh, fight enemies, you might dig this, uh, not in like a fun, uh, pleasant Pixar looking way, just, you know, uh, that jumping around action, um, gameplay. Um, yeah. Do you got anything you can throw out there? I honestly think this game is accessible to most people. Um, it is, you know, I don't know how to else word this, but it is like your that classic like video game style video game. So it is like as video game as you can pretty much get when it comes to a third person game. Yeah, so I think most people can find you know at least a small interest enough to to start the game and and get into it enough. Now whether the game can carry itself and keep you invested. I mean, that's obviously going to be up to your personal taste, but I, I do think the game is completely accessible and that most people should at least give it a shot. So, so you'd uh, recommend it to everybody? Pretty much. Uh, maybe not necessarily like super young people, just because some of the dialogue, but yeah. And all the fucking hell imagery. Yeah. Apocalypse shit. Yeah, teen up pretty easy. Yeah. So it, it does have some pretty dark imagery, though, even though I think the the visual style of the game is really cartoony looking. Um, (laughs) You know, in that game you're wandering around, there's all these humans who are like horrified that you're going to murder them and shit. The world's ended essentially or ending. I know what's going on. I'm just saying the visual style is very cartoony, but then you run into these dark thematic shit Mm -hmm. of like people going, Oh my God, fuck it. This is it. I'm going to fucking die. And the chick's like, chill the fuck out. And they're like, Oh my God, just kill me. Just get it over with. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Holy shit. What's been going on here? This is fucking kind of terrifying that people are, are uh, so far like along with this, you know, apocalypse that there's like, you know, barely clinging on. Um, and that might be disturbing to some people for sure. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it, it's just weird how the visual style kind of misleads that. Cause like, I forgot about that until we started talking about it now because I was like, I generally have that problem when games choose a similar art style anyways. Uh, yeah. Storytelling has to be really good, I think, to make it believable at that point for me. So, Also, uh, one thing, and this isn't necessarily a recommendation, although it might be. For some reason, Darksiders, all of them, remind me of WoW. Yeah. The way they look. I mean, some, what was that uh, That actual like Soulsborne-style game that was like in a very like Blizzard-esque That also looked WoW-like, um, just because all the armor was huge and shit. Yeah. It was also cartoony, and all the colors were like deeper something fallen lords of the fallen lords of the fallen yeah yeah um yeah those visual styles really kind of throw me off so um they do they do me too because like anytime i look at that maybe it's the years i tried playing wow off and on um but uh yeah when i start looking at that like play-doughy like crayola crayon colored games yeah uh in my in my head, I, I take it less serious. Then I start playing, and I'm like, "Oh, there's actually like a story here that's pretty pretty For deep." Sure. And that's that's um that's my fault. 
Oh yeah. When I do I, that, yeah. but same, same. Because <laughs> when I started playing Lords of the Fallen, I was like, ah, oh, this is just a fucking Dark Souls ripoff, and I mean, it is 100. If there's a game out there that's a Soulsborne that's literally just ripping off Dark Souls, it's Lords of the Fallen. Even though I liked Lords of the Fallen, but it was definitely like, you know, you go buy Pepsi or you buy your store brand, fucking Pepsi. That's literally what Lords of the Fallen is. It had its own couple of its own ideas, which were pretty cool. But um, yeah, I see that style, and I instantly fucking judge. I need to probably not do that because two out of three times I was incorrect. Yeah. Wow, not so much. I played that many times. Never never hooked me. All right. <clears throat> Let's grade it. Um, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's tricky because it's these games are really difficult for me to play only because they are not my cup of tea. But I think they do... Uh, a really good job in what they do, and I think they deserve respect. Um, and playing this, I feel like gameplay-wise, is the best these games have felt. Storyline-wise, I felt I found it intriguing, even though a lot of people, I guess, uh, say Darksiders One is like has a really good story. Apparently, has like a great ending. So maybe I should go back and play that. But uh, with all that said, I'm gonna give this a B minus. Um, I think the quality's there. I want to commend THQ Nordic uh, with. Um, the task of bringing, you know, games that I don't think got the justice they deserved, um, bringing them out for people. And so all the people who are big fans of Darksiders getting a Darksiders 3 just because THQ Nordic bought it and decided not to completely bastardize a brand for some money, but actually tried to make the third game um, is awesome. I think they did a pretty good job. You know, the budget's not as high as I would have liked. I would like to see a little more um, polish in it. But um, the gameplay is good. The story is interesting. It continues the story that already exists. Uh, the characters are interesting. Uh, it's got deep com- combat, um, or it seems like it can get deep uh, later. Um, you know, leveling up and stuff like that. Uh, it feels like you can play that game for fucking hours. Um, and yeah, I, I don't think there's really anything wrong with it outside of it's just not for me. So uh, I have to give it a B minus. I have to echo the. Um there's nothing wrong with it. It just doesn't click with me uh, aspect as well. Um, generally, when I'm doing, you know, my my uh, I almost said review rating grade grade words. Yeah, it's a review. Yeah, technically. Yeah, I mean, generally when I when I had like a game and it's like everything about it's average, I like to go with a C. Um, I don't think this is quite there, but I also think it's kind of missing something to bump it up to the next grade. So I want to go C plus. Um, it is. Everything about it works great. Some things actually work pretty well. Um, it's just missing something to like get me really like invested and into it. So I, I can't really go up to the next grade in that regard. But I there's nothing wrong with it at all. And um, like you said, for people who are into this, I think it's a, at the very least a solid game. I think that's the so. big thing that's missing for both of us is the investment with the brand. Mm-hmm. If we were into it already, I feel like we'd probably grade it higher. Probably because yeah, like like you said and like I've said couple times now at this point there's nothing wrong with this game so yeah uh, just doesn't bring me in so yeah c plus and jumping into the third game of a series when we don't have experience all right <laughs> all too much of the prior two is is quite the task because we have to come in and be like all right what the fuck's going on here and then you play and you're like uh i don't know who that is but i'll keep playing oh this is fun the, oh, uh, like story is pretty self-contained at the same time. They, yeah, yeah, which I feel like is a lesson that's been learned for years now. A lot of games, uh, people will be like, do I, have, "Do I have to play the older games to know what I'm doing here?" And a lot of the times, you don't. You probably should, especially if you play that game and you fucking love it. You're definitely gonna go do that. Um, or yeah, you might get way more out of it because you experienced it. Um, but uh, but a lot of games are really good about telling a new story while back referencing or at the very least having an intro video that just like goes back and blah, 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 this happened. And then like gets you up to speed. I didn't ask for this. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, so I, this game felt like that. Cause at no point was I like, I don't know what the fuck's happening in the storyline. It was more so like, I'm not sure what's happening in the grand storyline here, things, but yeah. I feel like they would have told it in a way that that would make sense if I would have continued playing it. Um, yeah. So B minus, C plus, I think both fair grades actually went higher than I thought I would. Uh, before I started playing the game, I was like, eh, "Okay, here we go." I started playing. I'm like, "This is this is kind of fun. I kind of dig it." So you yeah. know, I, I had a pretty positive experience with it. Although I, it's it really sucks. This month, man, has been really hard for me to play games. So 
Uh, I don't feel like I gave it as fair of a playthrough as I could have, but uh, I did play it um, enough, uh, probably. I, yeah. I, I would actually say that for both games. Me, me too, 100%, so. especially with the next game. Let us know in the comments, though. Uh, did you play Darksiders 3? Uh, did you not play it? Why didn't you play it? Have you played the prior games? Have you not when you played this? Uh, did that affect your gameplay of it? Are you a big fan of the series? Do you think that Darksiders 3 lives up to the Darksiders name? Um, did you enjoy the game? Did you not enjoy the game? And what would you grade it? Let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to Darksiders 3 in the comments below. Second game we played this month, another big-ass third-person game, uh, <laughs> Batman uh, Arkham Knight. Yep. God, that name for some reason, I'm like, is it Arkham City, Arkham Knight? Which Batman are we talking about here? Is the third in the series. If you didn't get a chance to play, you're essentially your Batman in uh in, in the city at night. And uh Scarecrow releases uh he well he pretty much shows off uh he's got some gas and he's gonna release that shit. Got and my new drugs. I'm yeah. So they evacuate the city and you're trying to stop him from doing some crazy um Batman villain shit. In this game, uh, they've expanded uh, the Rocksteady Batman formula, and you're now in a, well, Arkham City, you're in the city too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in this, you continue doing that in a, uh, you know, sandbox, uh, very detailed fucking sandbox, uh, and you get a Batmobile that you get to murder everybody uh, with if you want. And uh, yeah, it, it's a good hybrid of uh, open world um action game and uh linear storytelling uh third person gameplay we both played it this month yep uh <laughs> not as much as i feel like i should have agreed um but i'll jump in first again i want to give because we got another third in a trilogy uh some some background on on this because it does shape my opinion i'm a huge fan of rocksteady um even though i'm not a huge fan of batman and before you go crazy with the fucking dislikes I like Batman. I'm just not like, yes, Batman kind of guy. So, but Rocksteady, I feel like is is a, is one of those companies that that is like one of the most talented developers around, and I don't think they get mentioned as much as like your Naughty Dogs um, or you know other companies. I'm just gonna say I always say Naughty Dog because for me they're like top tier pinnacle AAA. We all saw that trailer. Yeah, yeah, we did. And if you didn't, check out our video a couple of videos ago where we reacted to that. It was amazing. Um, but Rocksteady, yeah, they they are an incredible developer who puts fucking crazy amounts of work, time, and effort into their games, and they always shows. I played a game back on the original Xbox called Urban Chaos that was nothing like what they do now, and that game is fun as shit, also made by Rocksteady, it's fun as fuck, but it doesn't look that great. So it's amazing to see what they once made and what they're making now. Well, I guess they're not making anything right now because I haven't seen or heard from them in a long time, and I can't wait to see what they do next. But, uh, yeah, playing this game really reminded me just who the fuck Rocksteady is, dude. Like, as soon as it starts out, you're in that diner in first person, and it's unfolding this story. And I don't want to tell too much because you might not have played it, and I even if the game's been out for a while, I don't want to really spoil much. But... It's really cool. It really shows off just um, how story-oriented this game is going to be. And um, there's this uh, there's this really cool pace in this game, uh, before I even talk about the gameplay, that I love. There's this cool, like, the event happens. The uh, Scarecrow comes out and says what his plan is. And Batman, like, pretty much everything that you ever hear, and this comes from the comic books pretty much, but, like, you hear about Batman being, like, this badass detective dude that just on his shit... And this game really imagines that. As soon as this starts up, Batman's already coordinating what the fuck he needs to do to get this figured out mm -hmm. and, and you know, stop Scarecrow. And the whole game feels like that. The pacing is just, like, brooding and fast-paced. And it's like, we got to go, 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 go. There's no time to waste and shit. And you're constantly just going from mission to mission. Um, and everyone who you're calling up is like ready to send stuff to you. And like, you're running into like, I love like right in the beginning of the game, you run into poison Ivy. And again, like just kind of rock steady, respecting how badass Batman is. There's that part where you're talking with her walking. And then all of a sudden she walks in the tour and these like plants come down behind him and they grab him. He's like, looks around and they pull him away. Yeah. And she starts going down the elevator or whatever. And you're like, where the fuck Batman go? And as soon as she gets down there, he's just there fucking 
wiping off the shit. He's like, all right, let's go. He's like continuing where they were. I was like, that was actually really cool the way yeah. they did that. It's very like comic book esque. Um, yeah. So the gameplay um, is very similar to the prior games. Um, I'm familiar with those games. I played the first one quite a bit. Second one, not as much as I should have. Played Origins a little bit. Wasn't too into it. Um, and uh, it has a really interesting. It kind of reminds me of how Assassin's Creed doesn't play like other third-person games. Mm -hmm. Batman also has its own fucking controller layout because there's so many gadgets and so many things to do that sometimes I'll be playing and I'm like, ah, fuck, how do I do that again? And like, I'm like kind of hitting buttons or whatever. Uh, So I guess I'm not the best uh, Bruce Wayne out there. But but I also love the amount of utility you have access to in these games. Uh, It makes you feel like Batman. Uh, combat is Batman combat. Um, you know, I think they do a great job of it. Uh, the only games I really, or the only game I think has really taken that formula and made it better is Spider-Man, but it's a newer game, obviously, but, uh, it stills, uh, really cool to watch really brutal. There's always that last guy you hit. It goes <laughs> and it sounds like someone shot him in the face. And like, I just love it. Um, the world is beautifully rendered and detailed um i'm so impressed with this game still this game's been out for a little bit now and i was like driving around the city and walking around watching the rain and all the rain effects on his armor and um just the detail to like every texture um how well it's all mo-capped the cinematics are done like a triple a fucking cinematic game in an open world game um which is really hard to do uh, it, it's just, it's such a fucking pleasure to look at. That game is gorgeous. Um, and yeah, it plays great. The Batmobile is kind of where they lost me. And I know a lot of people had their reservations about that. Um, it's neat and it makes you feel like Batman because now you have access to some of his gadgets, including his Batmobile. But me and you were talking about this, uh, prior to filming, mm-hmm. but when you're driving normal, it almost feels like you're driving like a fucking speedboat through water. And then when you activate the combat mode, you feel like you're playing a first-person shooter, the way you're moving and stuff. And it's it's neat, but at the same time, the pace feels different when I'm, like, flying around as Batman and, like, grappling hook and, like, creep around rooftops and shit versus, like, when I'm just, like, going hog wild in his Batmobile, driving through trash cans and blowing people up in their vehicles. Um, yeah, just- uh, non-stop collateral damage. Yeah, it's it, like it feels chaotic as shit. It's like if Batman snapped and he's like, fuck it, I, I don't know what to do. I'm going to fucking get in my tank and start shooting shit. You're going to take out Gotham, Scarecrow? No, I'm, I'm doing I'll, it first. I'll fucking, if you're going to take it out, I'm taking it out before you. I'm doing it my way. I'm not dealing with your shit. Um, so yeah, other like you know, it just kind of changes the flow and pace when you jump in that thing. But it is, it is neat in its own regard. There's a thing earlier on the game. It's like a kind of like a car puzzle um you're on rooftops with your car and you have to like jump over you got to pull shit down there's one point i thought was really neat when you like drive forward and you have to drop to the side of the building and drive up it like that kind of stuff i was like i like this this is cool mm-hmm. with the vehicle because this is shit that most games don't have the balls to do um but yeah when i'm just like driving through the town and there's like eight vehicles that look the same and they're all shooting at me and i'm just launching missiles and it's like lock on to all of them kill them all and i'm like eh I'd rather be stealthing around and progressing the story. Um, so that is not necessarily a knock, but just something that I'm like, if they made a fourth one, I would hope they would make that more interesting or at least make it meld better with the flow of the game. Because it's the only thing I thought about. I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to. I'd rather just walk down the street than drive down the street. It's really weird. Um, but yeah, uh, Batman though, uh, they they nail him. They got um, fuck, what's his name? Uh, Kevin Conroy. Do I got his name? Uh, someone's gonna get pissed. Like, That's not his fucking name. Um, the guy, the guy who played Batman in the cartoons from back in the day. They got him to play him again. Um, that guy does an awesome job. Fucking, I love it. Uh, you know, like I said before, Batman is done. You know, well, he's done right. I love the way they do Batman. All the villains are awesome. Combat's awesome. The game looks amazing still. I'm just going to reemphasize that. I'm still impressed with the way that fucking game looks. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's fun. Um, again, I'm going to reemphasize again. This month was rough. There's a lot of big games I had to play. <laughs> and every time I played this, like, I, I leveled up. I looked at my skill tree. And I was like, oh, fuck, dude. Look at this progression, man. 
Full game. I'm playing Borderlands 3, and I'm like, yeah, I'm doing a build, and I'm playing Batman, I'm like, ah, shit. And then I play something else, I'm like, oh, fuck, this guy, this has fucking skills too, which is a horrible complaint. That's like my favorite shit in games. I love progression. I love, love leveling up. Playing's doing it. Every game I was playing, <laughs> I, me and you kind of got a rule when it comes to like JRPGs. You play one at a time, because if you, if you go beyond that, it starts getting a little uh, much. There's too much story happening. There's too much like, what was I doing in that game 80 hours? Uh, into and now I'm 60 hours into this one. What am I doing there? Same thing with this month with these games. I was just like, what was I doing in Batman? I, mean, I was fucking fighting him and Iceborne and I was on, I'm level, even when I was talking about Borderlands 3 on Tasty Cast, I was like, yeah, I'm level 29. Josh, like, no, you're not. You're almost 40. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this whole month's been a fucking blur. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll sum it up though. My impressions, uh, very impressed still with uh, Batman um, Arkham Knight. I would like to play it further. Um, I think it is a quality-ass game uh, with really uh, um, innovative and um, intuitive um, mechanics and fun gameplay. Rocksteady is uh, a force to be reckoned with, and I can't wait to see what they do next. Yeah. Um, I mean, I agree with probably everything you said, but just to actually, like, you know, talk about your impressions. Give my impressions. Uh, I did play the first two and beat both of them. Um, so, uh, oh, you beat the second one. I didn't know that. Yeah, I I never did pick this one up because um, I know about the time it came out, it uh, only worked for me. It, yeah, it was having issues on PC, and um, I was hearing iffy things about the game due to the the vehicle stuff. So I was just like, oh, I'll wait till later. Well, wait Batman's until later. Killing families. <laughs> Apparently, waiting till later meant PlayStation Plus this month. So you got it. Um, that being said, um, the the big you know aspect that you brought up a couple times, and I'm gonna you know just repeat: the game is beautiful. Like they they really do a great job with character models. The city looks like a, a whole city, very detailed. Not only is it fucking beautiful graphically and detailed, but the the love they put into the idea of like Gotham. Yeah. When you look at the buildings, they're so not like, oh, it's New York, New York fucking city. It's like, it looks like like a different city that doesn't exist. For sure. And and uh, their take on the way everyone looks is great. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Penguin having the gl- fucking yep. bottle stuck in his face, for example. Like, I love it. Uh, the style's there. Uh, the combat is just like I remember it being. It's fun. Um without being super complicated it can be as complicated as you want but if you really want to get in like and just play you can just punch and counter your way through the whole thing so um i love the stealth mechanics but i like stealth games and, so and i always welcome that. being able to do missions without having to get into those brawls and stuff like that by hanging people on roofs or or gliding down and kicking them and stuff like that like it, there's just a lot of options to the combat system and We're running like 30 miles per hour down vents as soon as he gets in those he's fucking <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Superhero. Uh, <laughs> He's faster in the vent than he is on the ground. But uh, yeah, no, they they just you know Rat all man. of that carried over from the previous games and is still great. Um, I'm gonna talk about the vehicle part now. Uh, it's not like awful, but it doesn't feel like the same game when you're in the vehicle. That's a good way to put it. And it's really disconnecting, and I kind of wish it did, wasn't there. Um, I'd be fine with it being like a fast travel option, I guess, but. Um, I don't have fun when I'm in the vehicle uh, to the point where I was having a hard time wanting to continue playing because the game really wants you to do car stuff. Even yeah. one of the Riddler, the first Riddler mission you do is a, is a car uh, race slash obstacle course. And I hated it like completely. I it just you didn't... to be fair, though, but I agree with you uh, and I'm not the same way. You don't like driving vehicles in, in, in games a lot. Game. Yeah. As soon Ever. as there's a vehicle to be drove, like a lot of times you'll be playing with a friend. And they're like, well, I'm going to drive. You're like, no, I'm going to drive. And then, or they'll run over, get in. They're like, get in. I'm like, no, I'm going to take my own vehicle. And they're like, no, get in. I'm driving. I'm like, no, no, I'll drive my own yeah. vehicle. If we're both one drive, we'll both drive vehicles. That's fine. You though, that's never a thing. Yeah. Like you just, as soon as you get there, you just like crawl in the trunk and shut the trunk. <laughs> You're like, let's go. I, I, I think a great example of that is like anytime I would ever play like Halo, uh, I would rather run across the map than get in a vehicle and drive it. I, I can't stand it. So that being said about Batman, it was just so unappealing for me to to do the vehicle stuff. Um, it's not enough for me to like hate the game. I just kind of wish it wasn't there is all. 
Uh, it, they, it's, it feels like they're like, we need a new thing in this one, something exciting. And they did that. And then they wanted to, they, they were confident that people were going to love it. And so they made, there's like made plenty of opportunity to use it. Yeah. Like, Oh, all these missions and stuff are going to use the Batmobile. And then most people were like, at least that I've talked to, we're not really into it. Yeah. Well, so the thing though, is like, if you're like a big Batman fan and I, I like him enough, I won't go out and say I'm a fan, but I like I enjoy pretty much any Batman game, uh, even like the Telltale one. I really liked. Um, yeah. So I enjoy it in that regard. I just I, I really liked that one. I wouldn't go out and be like, I love Batman because that that's not a, a good statement. Because then some fans would be like, Oh yeah, tell me about blah 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 on this issue, and I'm gonna be like, I have no fucking clue. You don't even know Batman. So, um, I'm sorry I said anything about him. Yeah, exactly. It it has you know it's a comic book. It has the fandom. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm somewhere in the middle. <laughs> Uh, it's cool yeah uh the voice acting like you kind of brought up across the board was great um i love like you feel like batman like people treat you like you know you've been around and you and you have a proven reputation yeah when you go on like the police station uh with poison ivy i am not gonna go into too much detail though that's all in the beginning yeah but everyone who who talks to you like you know, they've seen you before, depending on their position in the department, they kind of talk to you differently and stuff. So there's a lot of attention to detail there. And I, I really enjoy, enjoy that. So that's one thing that, that I really appreciate because we've gotten so many origin stories of so many superheroes, um, specifically Spider-Man that even like playing the new Spider-Man game, I liked that you were already established as Spider-Man. You walk down the street and you're like, well, what's up Spider-Man? They're yeah. even like, Oh my God, Spider-Man. They're like, Hey, hey how's it going? You're like, Hey, and like it was kind of cool because you felt like a superhero, just like in this, little little darker because Batman's always been very dark. Right. But you show up and people are like, like, oh fuck, Batman's here. Shit's serious. Or people who are going to talk to you because they need to get the ball rolling on something are like, all right, Batman, fucking, we need to figure this shit out. And then you're off. And they're like, all right. And then they go back to what they're doing. They're not even anymore like, where'd it go? They're like, that's what Batman does. And they just like move on with it. So yeah, it is kind of cool to play post origin in a superhero game and feel not only like you know you you exist in that city but like there is like a there there's canon there's there's a there's a legacy to your character already yeah in that setting and it makes batman feel more real yeah and they also did a really good job with uh, your supporting characters because you do feel like like Batman's just not alone. This, you yeah. know, in, in any regard, you have you know Lucius, you have Oracle, Gordon, all them, constantly talking to you. You're 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 doing this as a team, even though you're like the muscle. Uh, you do feel like there's other people involved, which I also oh, liked he, a lot. He's the brains too. <laughs> Fucking Robin was like, "Let me at him." And he's like, "No, I'm doing this." You're he's doing like, "Something you keep doing." And something. he's not even like, "No, come on." He's like, eh, "Okay." And then fucking, they, I forgot what they. Someone was like, "Oh, he's just trying to help," and Batman doesn't even answer yeah. that. He's just like, "Okay, anyway, I need this." And I'm like, "They've done this so many times yeah. that like nobody's even asking questions." They're like, yeah, he said no. Okay, yeah, here's your shit. Or anytime you order anything in, people are like, "Oh, yeah, it's already on the way." You've just been doing this I, over I and found over and over again. Your relationship with Lucius to be borderline cheesy. Just because of like him instantly, like you have this conversation as if like you're gonna tell him to bring something. He's like, I already did it. Every time, I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, I get it. You're psychic, apparently. So I didn't like that part so much. <laughs> do do the same task over and over again. You'll get used to. It's like uh, you work at a bar and some guy comes in and always orders the same drink. Come in and you're like, fucking all right, I'm gonna get that then ready. You, then you're gonna be that asshole that gives him that drink and he wants something different. Although Batman, just like. <laughs> A couple other superheroes, and by a couple of them, I mean most of them, kind of got the James Bond thing going on, though. And, like, whatever the task is, they got a tool for it that's mm-hmm. already been invented, and it's on its way. Or well, they got it with them. I'm, like, and that's fine by me. Like, I I think, in the, especially in the games, it's a fun thing to have yeah. all those tools to, and to feel like you just are the guy for the job. Um, and... At least, and I didn't get far enough in this game to experience it, but in the first two games, then you finally get to like an actual villain, and they are up to the challenge of of challenging Batman. So, um, so you kind of feel like, you know, the average Joe when you're Batman mm-hmm. doesn't matter to you, and most of the puzzles and stuff like that, you're like, okay, whatever, I'm too smart for this. But then you do finally get head to head with them. They're like, okay, we've rumbled a million times in the past. 
but uh, you know, you can't keep me in jail and we've done this and I know some tricks. So, and you feel like there's an actual challenge there. I don't know about this one. I didn't get far enough. So, yeah, but summarize, I enjoyed everything about it except for the, the car combat. Um, if that wasn't there, I actually think I would have a, uh, 100% positive opinion about this game. So, yeah. One thing too, that kind of occurred to me when I was playing it earlier today is, and when I say this, I mean it very loosely, like thematically, I always talk about thematically you know this that and games like just like over the overall essence of it when i was playing this i started getting like metal gear solid vibes it was really weird not like in the gameplay but like in the pacing like the music was just constantly just like building and quiet and then when things would happen it would just like rise or whatever and like you're going from like task to task and then you'd show up and the cinematography would just take over and start sweeping around and there's just it's just like raining and there's like people running around doing things and like everyone's just busy and going and shit and it kind of reminded me of Melgar Salt in the sense that like while there's like people mobilizing and trying to get their task done you're just in the shadows fucking like accomplishing shit and it, like for some reason I started getting that feeling which is you know, great, because for anyone who doesn't watch the channel, Metal Gear Solid, it's like my favorite series of all time. So, like, anything that kind of gives me a little bit of that, I'm like, oh, that's nice. I, I kind of like that. So, you know, obviously Batman is completely different than Salt Snake. But, right. I, like, this game specifically, and when you're going from mission to mission and it's building the story, um, and you're running into all these different individual villains that have, you know, their own ambitions and backstories and, like, just this this darker visual style and pacing and cinematic aspect to it just gave me a really good, like, uh, I haven't felt like that since Metal Gear Solid mm. playing a game. So, uh, it was, it was cool to have, have a game, having that kind of like driving pace of like, let's go, let's fucking, let's figure this out. Let's, let's beat the, the villain, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, kind of dug it. All right. Before we grade it, let's jump into recommendations. I'll throw out some, um, if you like Batman, you've probably already played this and beaten it. Um, but if you have not played it for some reason and you're a Batman fan, you should definitely play it. If you like superhero games, um, I would definitely recommend this game. If you like open world games, uh, particularly in the action genre, maybe a little bit of stealth, I would definitely recommend this game. Um, if you like RPGs and open worlds, um, you know this isn't going to play like an RPG, but it does have that open world leveling up feel to it. You might dig it. Um, if you like stealth games, um, it's not the best stealth game out there, but it's not the worst stealth game out there. It's definitely worth playing for its stealth mechanics, but you won't only be doing stealth throughout the game, but it is a very common and viable option. If you like car combat games like Twisted Metal, you might dig this, uh, which is a weird recommendation, but I did feel that when I was doing certain missions. If you like puzzles in games, you might dig this game. Um, because, uh, you know, I didn't play this one as much as I played prior ones, but I remember the first game having a shitload of puzzles in it, mm. um, because they really emphasize the whole, you're Batman. Batman is essentially a detective who's fucking really smart and kicks ass. So there's a lot of, uh, elements, um, of, uh, stopping and using his equipment to figure shit out. Uh, even sometimes it's just more to feel like Batman than it is actually figuring something out. It is neat that the game's pace will take a stop for a second to go okay, where's the tracks lead now? And it's kind of neat in that regard. Um, if you're a graphics junkie, if you play games that look good, um, I know there's some people out there like that. I'm typically curious about games that really push the bar on graphics. Um, fucking Order 1886. That was such a mistake. Looked good, though. Um, definitely check this out. You probably already have. Um, it is a fucking gorgeous game. Um, yeah. What would you what would you add to that? I hate to say it, but I, I have a very similar opinion as I did last game, which except for I do think that everybody can play this game. Um everybody loves Batman. Like virtually yeah. everybody loves Batman. And you get to be him in a very big and involved game. Um I would I would be I find it really hard to find someone who maybe just didn't want to play this unless all you do is play Call of Duty or Madden. So the only thing that I would hold off on that, but I agree essentially that everyone loves Batman and everybody could have fun playing as Batman. But the only thing is there is so much going on and so much to the controls and stuff that I do know some people who uh, might feel overwhelmed playing a game like this. Um, I know a lot of people are probably like, ah, it's not that hard. It's not, but there is, um, you know, 
I know a lot of people who just like a simple game where you sit down and you run, jump, and you like the Lego games. You run, you break shit, you collect stuff. Um, and someone who's particularly in, particularly into a more casual experience gaming-wise uh, may start this game enjoying it, but may fall out of it because, um, you know, they, they it's not really gameplay-wise the type of game they might want to play. But otherwise, yeah, I mean, I think most people could play this as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, there, there are going to obviously be some exceptions, but I think that just generally speaking, mm-hmm. it is definitely uh, accessible. And the story is self-contained once again. So, like, the story literally in the beginning does a very good job of introducing you to the threat you're going to be uh, up against. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I have a hard time. Like I said, you have to have, like, a very hyper-specific thing. Like, maybe you are the casual gamer only or you're, the, you know, Madden I only play sports games. I only play, you know, competitive shooting games. Mm-hmm. I only play League of Legends, whatever. That's even a so. rare thing, though, just because, like you said earlier, everyone loves Batman. Yeah. It'd be hard to find someone who dislikes Batman. Even me and you, we're not the biggest Batman fans. We still like Batman. Sure. Um, it's hard to not like him. He's just, he's cool looking. He offers a lot. He's he's cool as fuck, uh, personality-wise. He has the job done. I mean, it's all the villains are good. It's just satisfying. Mm-hmm. So he's, you know, Batman's one of the biggest... Um, superheroes out there for a reason always has been and I feel like will always be um, so yeah it's it's difficult yeah I just bring that up just because there are games out there that I'm like it's great everyone should play it Warframe everyone should play Warframe and then people get to the mod system they're like ah I don't get it and then they stop playing and I'm like but it's like I'll, I'll, I'll like show you and they're like nah. yeah, and, so. and I agree with you I, I just like I said I wanted to Kind of emphasize that I guess more so like if you're like a core gamer, you like yeah. this definitely for everybody in that regard. But the game also has so many things in it, gameplay wise, that the areas that I find weaker, but the parts I enjoy more, there's a good chance somebody else might like the parts or might like all of it, but might enjoy the things I don't enjoy as much more than I do. And uh so it's, it really it really is a broad spectrum of games that people enjoy that I, th- I feel like it is a huge net you can cast mm-hmm. to find people who would like this game. Cause I'm not big on puzzles in games. And a lot of times it kind of throws the pace off for me. I'll be really enjoying the game. I stop for the puzzle in this. It doesn't feel that way. Agreed. They do a really good job on it. It's just part of the whole experience. When I go into this game, I'm not like, ah, oh, got another puzzle. I'm like, I go into it going like, Batman's a detective. He figures shit out. So I felt it's, that way it's a crucial part of the first two games as well. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's really baked into there well, and it fits the canon. It's something I expect when I go in. And I expect that in Uncharted as well when I played those mm-hmm. games. But I didn't – I I love the spectacle of it, but I was like, I, I'm really enjoying the story. I wish I could just continue playing the fucking story. Um, and this was just like a cutscene or something. I, I'm not a person that goes, I figured out the puzzle. I'm like, okay, finally that's done, and I move forward. Whereas in a game like this, I'm like – I, I'm not thinking about it at all. There's someone, he's like talking through it. There's dialogue. It's part of the story. The, you know, the, the figuring the things out is baked into the story in a way that um, is expected and uh, interesting. So, um, and again, if you're into puzzle games, if you're into car combat games, if you're into brawlers, if you're into stealth games, if you're into cinematic, great looking games, uh, this game's all of those. So, and it's a superhero game. If you like superhero games, which most people do, um, it's, it's, it's a lot of things. So yeah, it's really easy to recommend to most people, I yeah. think. So we probably talk about that for a while. There's a lot to this game. Uh, let's jump into grades. We'll start with you first. Okay. Um, just to kind of, you know, go back and talk about the first two games, uh, as a reference to this one, I think both those games are a material games. Uh, I could give you a nuanced a, but they, and they may come out at some point maybe for, yeah. uh, or get, well, I don't know. Yeah, are just they, are, they got remastered, right? They have like a I trilogy. I feel like you could buy all of them on PS4. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can. And stuff, so. so those may come up on PlayStation Plus at some point, so we can talk about those yeah. when they come out. Like I said, I'm not giving a nuanced grade. I'm just, generally speaking, I hold those games really high. Yeah. Um, this game, I feel like, in a lot of ways, did the same. It kept going, um, but uh, and I want to give them full credit for being experimental because people are not experimental enough sometimes, when, yeah. especially when making sequels. Um, I just think it was a miss in the regard of the, the car stuff. Um, 
And the other thing that's holding me back from giving it at like a full blown A uh, grade is I didn't get far enough story wise to for it to have any weight on it. So for me, it's a B plus. The gameplay's fun. I'm gonna leave it installed. I intend to continue playing it. Um, I'm gonna push myself through the car stuff that I don't enjoy. Because, you gotta beat Spider Man though. Uh, I got I got a lot of things I need to beat, but. Uh, and this will probably be on that list, but I do fully intend to actually play this because I storyline wise, I want to go through it because I really did enjoy the first two games and I feel like I will still really enjoy this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows after I beat the story, maybe I'll have a, an a grade for this, but for now it's a B plus. It's fair. Uh, <clears throat> for anybody who's new to the idea of plus club, um, when we do our reviews, it is a review for the month. If we do a separate review, a, like a standalone review, that is our overall impression. So my review is based off of my month with this game. I have played this game in the past. That does not come into play here. So with that being said, I want to give this a really high grade. I'm going to give it an A minus though, which is still really high. I'm giving it an A minus from uh, my impressions of this month. Uh, that could change if I ever get around to beating it. Uh, I feel like it's unfair uh, of me to grade higher because I haven't played far enough into the game. That's my own fault. But from what I have played, I'm giving it A minus because the quality's there. I always talk up Rocksteady. I think they're fucking fantastic in everything that they do. Uh, super fucking talented company that does get credit, but I think deserves more. Um, the game is so well-rounded in its execution in every regard. Uh, the only thing I noticed that even feels like slightly dated at all was the uh, lock-on combat that we all know and love. Um that I think Spider-Man has now taken to the next level, um, Insomniac Spider-Man, um, does feel a bit uh, janky sometimes in watching my, well, watching Batman fight this dude and then start swinging at a guy and slide over and connect that punch of that guy. You can really see that engine and how it works when that happens. And uh, yeah, that's, that's definitely, you know, showing its age and kind of a weakness. And then the car combat, even though I don't think it's bad, it's just for me, pacing-wise kind of like how puzzles are in other games. I'll get to that segment. I'm like, okay, fuck. I just want to get through this real quick. Um, and so, you know, those two things, uh, you know, a couple things there, um, kind of hold it back a bit. But other than that, you know, like I said, I, I was just talking about Rocksteady is, is a fantastic developer. This game is top tier material for when it came out. And uh, I literally can't wait for whatever Rocksteady makes after this. Hopefully it's something that's not Batman, even though it'd be great to get another triple a batman from these guys i want to see them do something else um but uh but yeah this game is great it's fantastic it's easily recommended to most people um it's great that something as as popular as batman has had three great games uh top tier games made for that property by rocksteady and this is you know it's just as good as the prior two um in my opinion, outside of a couple things. So yeah, A minus easy. It's uh, I would like to give it a higher grade, but I need to give it more time. And the two things I mentioned kind of hold it back a bit for me. But uh, storyline wise, everything else, fantastic. Fucking loved it. Would like to play more. So I won't uninstall it either. So yeah. um, although I feel like I should go back and beat the other two. I never beat the first one. I played it quite a bit, but never beat it. And the second one, I don't even remember fucking playing. I played Origins though. And I was like, Oh, the reason I never beat the first one is because I watched you and you beat you beat it, mm-hmm. and I saw the ending, and that kind of killed it for me. So I can see that. yeah, that happened with Red Dead as well with Cody. I did beat Red Dead Redemption, but I remember me and him were like at the end of that game, and then one morning I came out because we we're living together at the time, and I look over and he's like playing the end, and I'm like, well, and then he's like looks back, he's like, sorry, dude, <laughs> and like I'm just like watching, I'm like fuck. Wow, yeah, I'll say kind of hard to blame <laughs> yeah but i ended up beating that one anyway because yeah. that was great but uh yeah that's the reason why i didn't beat that so a minus uh b plus mm-hmm. i said c plus i was like wrong game i went to say c plus i was like why the fuck did you give it a c plus <laughs> um i i'd be blown away if someone gave it under a b you and if you do yeah I want to know why. What did you dislike? Yeah. So with that, let us know in the comments. Did you play Batman Arkham Knight? Um, Did you not play it? Why didn't you play it? Um, Have you played the prior games? Uh, Asking similar questions as Darksiders 3, because this is, for some reason, the third in a trilogy month. What did you think of it? Uh, What didn't you like? If you didn't like anything, I know when the game came out um, and people I've been talking to recently all always bring up the car thing. So what's your feelings on the car combat? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Do you think it breaks canon? I know that was a big 
thing people are upset about. And um, yeah, what would you grade Arkham Knight? And uh, let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to Darksiders 3 and Arkham Knight, Batman Arkham Knight. And that's going to do it for September's episode of Plus Club. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook at Tasty Loot Gaming. Check out our streams. Links down below. Um, we're on Discord. Uh, you can talk to us anytime, all time. And we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us, quick reminder that Chris was not able to make this episode. And he will be giving his impressions on these two games in the next episode, which should be Game of the Month for Monster Hunter World, which was picked by Chevy. Um, we'll be discussing that tomorrow. And also make sure to download and play MLB The Show 19 in The Last of Us Remastered, which we did not give our opinions on. So we should probably talk about that real fast. Sure. What do you think? Um. I love The Last of Us, and not to ruin next month's episode in that regard. But. I am so happy I get to finally grade that game. <laughs> yeah, um, that I think that'll be uh, a good, good one to 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 talk about. And then I, uh, I'm always curious when they throw a sports game at us because I don't buy these. I'm so out of loop on them. I don't play them. I don't buy them. I don't pay attention to them. Yeah. And if there's one sport that I don't like completely hate, it's baseball. So. <laughs> My, the the last great experience I had with a baseball game was that fucking baseball game we had for Sega Genesis. Sports talk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's it's been a while. It has been a long time. I, I did play one on uh, Nintendo 64, I think was the last time I played one. Yeah. I remember, and, ooh, uh, NFL Blitz. I used to play those. Oh, I meant baseball specifically. No, I'm just talking about sports games in general. Saying, we, played, me. we played basketball on Plus Club played i fuck it i <laughs> i played it a little bit went yep and moved on with my life yeah so i'm curious about this plus the show is supposed to be if i'm not mistaken like the baseball game so uh that'll be interesting yeah just, i'm the only thing i'm interested in is like just having the fucking piece of wood and hitting the ball i have the power yeah. other than that the rest of the game i don't want i don't want to catch shit i don't want to chase after balls and stuff people who play sports are like what the fuck is he talking about um <laughs> Yeah, my opinions, MLB The Show 19, that is one of the bigger ones out there when it comes to sports games. I've heard of it. Um, I, I will be interested in trying it. Uh, I will give it an honest try and uh, give you guys my impressions of it fairly. Um, Last of Us Remastered. I already own this. I owned it on the PS3. Owned it again on fucking PS4. I've beaten the game seven times. Um, he hates it. I can't wait to play it an eighth time. I'm going to beat it for sure. Um it's one of my favorite games of all time. So you guys can probably maybe guess my grade's going to be pretty low. Um, and I can't wait for The Last of Us Part 2. It's one of my most anticipated games. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to play it again. Yeah, with any luck, we'll get an easy game of the month next month, too. And we'll actually feel like I have some time to play some stuff. Yeah, that'd be nice. Because yeah. then I can just beat The Last of Us. Because I'm going to do that. I'm going to play fucking stickball for a second. And then whatever our game of the month is, maybe it'll be Cube World. That'd be interesting. That came back. That would that'd be great timing, actually. Yeah, yeah. that'd be weird. Because it just came out on Steam. So, And I'm, I've been kind of curious about it. But I'm like, I'll wait. Yeah. I got too many games to play right now. I'm still trying to beat Borderlands 3. I'm like level 40. And I still haven't beaten my playthrough yet. So he's so. like 60 because he can't keep track of his level. I think 50 is the cap. So 60 would be pretty <laughs> impressive. I fucking hacked the game. I'm obviously not playing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, let us know uh, in the comments what do you think about the upcoming games for October? Are they spooky enough? I'm gonna try and play some spooky games too in October. Also, um, baseball's pretty spooky. It's the scariest game of those two for me because I've never fucking played it. So I'm like, I don't know how to play this. This is horrifying. Last of Us would be like, I'm an expert. Um, also, another quick reminder: we're never gonna end this episode. Um, October, we will be officially taking your guys' recommendations for our game of the month in December. It seems a little far out, but we need time to get all those votes. The best way you can vote is in every YouTube video, once a video, but you can do it in every video. Type in, you can say your comment, join the conversation like you guys always do. We love that. I love when you guys comment. And at the bottom, be like, also, uh, play this. God of War, my game, game of the month for December. Play that. I'll take that. I'm going to write down the game name. First time it shows up on anyone's comment. After that, I'm going to start tallying how many times I hear about that game. And I'm going to start making a list. And then the month after that, which will be 
October, November. Mm-hmm. We're going to start polling for it. And then you guys will vote on whatever four, probably. Um, we got to figure that part out still. This and then whatever good. wins that will be our game of the month in December picked by you guys. So, um, like I said, if you don't want to participate, don't. If you're just like, it'd be cool if they played this and you're the only person saying it in the comments, guess what? We're probably going to play that. So, you got yeah. a lot of power in uh, in voting. So, from here on out throughout October, um, start saying in the comments what game per video you'd like to see us play in December. It'd be, it can be any game. I'll go buy a game I don't have. Even if it's something I normally wouldn't buy, if enough people vote for it, Gears of War or something, I mean, fucking, I'll uh, I'll go pick it up and play it. So. Yeah. I will say there's there's very few things that would, like, obviously, like, you don't, Steel Battalion. don't say Steel Battalion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> I want you to play Dance Dance Revolution in, on the arcade machine. Yeah. Like, okay, well, I guess we got to go drive somewhere. But otherwise, yeah, I, I'll, I'll buy a $60 game or, or whatever. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. So that and uh yeah if it goes well we'll probably do the same system we did uh this year next year so it's been working out pretty well so yeah uh this is taste cast material though so let's wrap this up my name's seth i'm chevy until the next episode which will be tomorrow game of the month monster in a world have a good night guys and take it easy